Um, well, I haven't gotten to enjoying the machine quite yet, but <laughs> uh, um, the, the main issues were the belts. Um, like even when we were putting it together on stream, uh, they're hooked on by these little alligator clips on on either side, and uh, the alligator clips just ripped off. Yeah, there was no errors or anything, so I didn't know what to fix. It was just shutting off in the middle of the engraving. I tried, you know, different outlets, and I tried... You were getting into, like, three- or four-hour jobs, like, took it halfway apart. into those jobs, and it would just turn off. It was very fresh. I wasted, like, a lot of wood, probably. Like, so I was like, yeah, I, I wow, was told to maybe ask for, like, a firmware update. And they were like, do you need this Mac OS thing? No, I don't. And then so like I told them a little bit in more detail what I needed. And then they were like, I think you need this Mac OS thing. I'm like, I'm not using a Mac. I don't need a Mac OS thing. It's easy, beach, easy, go. I see you turning on the fucking stream. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Laser Source Podcast, the number one podcast. If you're looking to play with lasers in your off time or you don't want to go to work anymore, if that sounds like you, stick around because we've got a lot of awesome, fun laser talk. Voice is apparently on his way now. That was a very nice Oompa Loompa. And entrance. Um, there's some people with me today. It's Chris and Rhiannon, all the way out from California. They're here Hi. doing stuff. Um, and Kyle's here. Hi, Kyle. Hey, bud. Nice headphones. Yeah. Mr. Botterford. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. Bro, we need to rectify that. Like I don't think you're allowed to talk about that body part. It's physically causing me pain. It is also <laughs> physically causing me pain. It was so nice and like lit up. You know, it was like a little feature over there. Could like look at it. And Boyce is now joining us. Boyce right. 7.0. He's not really ready yet. My eyes hurt. I added him to the call too early. Why do your eyes hurt? From the lights? Uh, from the uh uh, yellow shirt. Oh yeah, Boyce is a Boyce lives a high vis lifestyle. For like sure. he's doing like a one testicle thing, like really <laughs> live strong. Boyce <laughs> does what he can when he can do it. Um, Matt, that's a really nice looking sign, dude. Thanks. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, so, is it acrylic? Yeah, so it's a big acrylic. There you go. Um, it's an 18 by 18 inch engrave, um, mm -hmm. and then it's 24 tall by 30 or 28 wide, I think, something like that. And uh, <clears throat> it's got the LED standoffs. And I've been trying to figure out something like we've been talking about, like ways to do like a backdrop for when you're taking pictures for, uh, you know, different items and stuff like that. So I'm not sure if it's going to stay over here. Or if I'm going to put it over there. So basically, I got like a really cool backdop when I take yeah. pictures of like cutting boards and cups. So then it's always just there. So yeah. that's my thought. But it took about an hour and a half um, it, for the engrave and probably like 20 minutes for the, uh, not 20 minutes, sorry, three minutes for the cutting. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, like 27 Standard. minutes later, 
You got some standard uh, like JDS standoffs there. What are those? A one inch. So those are yeah, those are one inch by one inch, I believe, and then um, they're this. I mean, standard LED standoffs. So basically, it comes with. Uh, it, just so anybody knows, um, I can put. I can tell you guys the parts later if you want, but it's three sixteenths uh, smoky gray acrylic, and I left the back covering on, so that way it's reflective on the front instead of like visible through because. You do for like that to, to work, you either got to use like nuts and uh, a nut, a washer and like a bolt to hold it all together. Or you can just what I did is I put two pieces of uh, one by four on the back so that basically I can mount it or hang it or do whatever later. Yeah. So but uh, it's pretty sweet that way. You just literally push it right through, drill it in and you got yourself a sign. And I sold one just like that, but a little bit bigger. For 500 bucks before so if anybody's looking for like a good return on your acrylic there you go solid so, i know cool. I, and then you went did i hear you say you went for the plywood for the backer uh no it's a one by four so <clears throat> you could use plywood for sure um but the thing you is you were like debating whether or not you were going to just spray paint some board or yeah i was I got you. Yeah, I forgot about that. I was like literally thinking about using um, plywood, but the thing is, it just looks so much nicer. So I've got pictures I can show you later, but literally what's cool about the um, smoky gray acrylic on the background is the lights from in front of it actually reflect on the background. So as you're moving around the sign, you get like a really cool like ghosting effect from the lighting um, or you could just turn it off and it looks nice. You know, no ghosting effect, um, yeah. but it's, it's really cool. So I'm pretty excited about it because I never... I don't know about any of you guys, but I literally have done nothing for myself in like the past, I don't know, probably two and a half months. It's like yeah. all Christmas shit. Yeah. So pretty excited about that. There you go. Nice, man. That's sick. Yeah. I've been really busy too. Kyle and I finally started doing some fun stuff yesterday. Uh, I'm never doing a, a anodized aluminum business card on the fiber ever again. Really? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I did one on the I did one on the UV, and it's uh it's pretty incredible. I'll see if I can pull up a picture of it. While I do that, voice, yo, man, man, you have a nice weekend. You keeping busy? What's going on over there? Well, the weekend was fine, but the problem is our Eon went down. One of the stepper motors. Oh yeah, the X axis, right? And so yeah, so they overnighted again, guys. Shout out to Eon, the best customer service. Overnighted the part to me and all the pieces and the belts. All the just in cases, they sent everything. When it turns out, it looks like it's just a wire it had maybe like um, arced or something and burnt out. Yeah. But they gave me the motor, the belt, and all the stuff just in case. And uh, so I'm waiting on him to get back. And I was over there. That's why I was here a little late because I was going back. I just removed some wiring. And he told me to, he's going to give me the next step, you know. So I'm just walking me through it step by step and sending me pictures and videos and get that X axis up. We can finish up these last seven or eight jobs we got before Christmas. So yeah, it's going to be tough. Just like super last minute. What yeah, kind of jobs are they that you're working on trying to get out of there? Now it's just family. Oh, just family stuff. Yeah. So stuff. are you done with like, are you done with like commission work? Yes. Oh, yes. nice. Okay. We, we had two people call up la or messages last week on our Facebook page and said, Hey, can you do, cause I, we did that memorial piece of her, of her cousin. But that took us hours to, to tweak the image and, and practice running that. Um, so he's like, hey, could you do one for my girlfriend? Her mom passed away this year, this and that. And he sends me a 
less than quality photos, like a picture of a of a printed picture. Yikes. So it's it's just not a great picture. It's glossy and shiny. I'm like, dude, that's that that quality's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Um I told him it's not gonna be before Christmas because it's gonna take me hours of playing with it and I just don't feel like it right now, honestly. But yeah, so we got a couple little things like that, friends and family that want last second things, it's just not gonna happen. But we're gonna see what we can do, you know, do our best. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, that's cool, man. I mean, at least you're not like Matt Bodiferring with a broken X axis, you know? So it's you've got a little you've got a little like kind of leeway there. I, you can always tell friends and family, you know. Yeah, next week. You could throw your shoulders up, you know, and just kind of be like, sorry. Yeah. It's yeah. not great. I'm not saying it's ideal, but you know, you yeah. could do meanwhile, it. Meanwhile, today I literally had a guy who I asked him a long time ago, hey, for your company, do you want these gifts made? And he's like, now nah, we'll think about it. We'll think about it today. And I'm appreciative of the work, but he literally calls me. He's like, hey, I need like 15 cutting boards and they have to be done by next Tuesday, like mm. at the latest. And I need those. And also I want a discount. I'm like, mm, yeah. So we didn't do the discount, but he's getting them by next Tuesday because he does a lot of stuff. Yeah. But then, And then uh, a coach was like, hey, can you get water bottles done before Christmas? So like 26 water bottles done and it's just so much money like how do you say no so you said yes yes <laughs> so like, you should have gotten that co2 galvo man yeah, i mean it'll be fine i i literally 3d printed my little uh my little wrap and then like jigged it with some tape so i know where i've got to like put everything the two different sides so learning i learned a lot last time which i think where i got it down to like six minutes a bottle so yeah. like and and also i told lady I will not do a two-sided engrave for that price. It costs more. And she's like, we could just do the one side. It's fine. And I was like, mm, okay, okay. So it'll be like probably three or four minutes a bottle, and you won't hear me bitch once. So, yeah. I mean, it beats tying the strings on the ornaments, right? Fuck those ornaments. <laughs> By the way, I got paid for them today, so I felt a lot better. Actually, I, I appreciate those ornaments. <laughs> nice, <laughs> like, nice. Now that I got my paycheck, I, I feel better about them. Um. So... <laughs> One of the things that Kyle and I were working on, I don't know if you've actually seen these yet, Kyle, but uh, this I is haven't seen the new ones you were, you were yeah. done. So here's, here's Nugget. This was done on the UV on just a regular anodized business card. Damn. This um, is 55 millimeters by 86 millimeters, roughly, yeah, right? Yep. Normal, normal business card normal. size. It was done at 820 DPI without overlapping. Wow. How and, long did that take? Uh, it took about six minutes, which really is well, yeah, it's killer. Yeah, I mean, whatever, six minutes. I'm happy to wait six minutes. Um, yeah. We also have, so I pulled up Google Photos on that one because it's pretty small, but this is what the, those eyes look like close up, That's which wild. is pretty incredible. And then this is maximum zoom. So you guys have seen the line distance on my, you know, on like anodized cards that I've done on the fiber, like in the timing video and stuff. This is literally the size of the dots that we're working with on Max Zoom, which is just, it's hard That's to wrap your, your mind around unless you have something on the top of your head that you can compare it with. That's but it's, uh, it's, it's intense, man. This is just that zipper oh. and like some of that wool there. Um, Dude, this is, look at the wool. That, like you can literally see every little tuft. That's yep. wild, dude. Uh, this is a super close up on a, a like 100% white area on a different oh, photo man. that I had done. Um, so you could see the lines. Like, it's got just, striations. Just barely touching, right? Uh, this, oh. so this is like perfect spacing. Um, and then this is uh, a shot from that same project right there. 
uh, again, fairly close to max zoom. So is that um, Miranda? Yes. And uh, I won't be, I don't think using the, the fiber to do photos anymore because these, they just look there. So, I mean, if you think about it, most like home and commercial printers that like print stuff, print around 300 DPI. So this is two and a half times the resolution that a, like an inkjet can do. <laughs> so, you know, that's a pretty cool way to think about it. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've, that's what I was up to yesterday that, and we got some, we got the compound CO2 lenses in, I'm not ready to talk about them yet, but the short version is they're disappointing. So, um, they're not, they're not bad. They're just not good enough to justify. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, but anyway, I don't want to bury the lead. Chris and Rhiannon are here. Um, how was, uh, hi, how was coming out from California? It's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) How was it flying across the country? Lost, lost our bags for a little bit there. And uh, for a little bit, it was days, 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 (laughs) a few days. Um, And then, yeah, we'll go pick them up ourselves at the Buffalo airport. And, uh, and then what else? Yeah. Our flights got canceled and Mm. missed and yeah, we got like loaded onto a plane and they were like, Yep, the engine's broken on this one. Oh shit! And they're like, you have to get back off. And I was like, all right, oh. all right. For that, it's fair. It's like the only thing you could have said <laughs> to get me off this plane. No one, but no one figured it out until everyone sat down for at least a half an hour, right? Yep. Like no one's like, we shouldn't test the engines before people get on. That would be fucking dumb. Let's yep. wait until everybody's on and they can see it smoking. Like, and uh, you, you've kind of told me a little bit, but you've had kind of an equally bad time with the Atezer. The last time we saw you with the Atezer, we were unboxing it. Yes. And uh, we were we were super stoked about it. It seemed like a super nice X-Tool clone. Uh, and it's kind of fallen apart for you since then. It has fallen apart a few times. And every time it comes back stronger. <laughs> and, uh, and then- no thanks to Atezer. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think customer service kind of ghosted me at this point, but I uh, I'm my own customer service now, and nice. uh, I know the thing inside and out, and uh, yeah, fixed it up, and it should be working hundred percent now. Can you just can you, and I'm sure like we'll hear about it in your review, but like, can you just touch on like the two biggest issues that um, you've had so far? Because a, a lot of people have actually been asking me about it personally and talking about it amongst each other because the Tesla just announced a 35 watt diode laser module for mm-hmm. their, their systems, which is ridiculous. Um, but I, everybody's like, Oh, should I get the Tesla? And I'm like, I don't know if Chris would su- support that decision right now. Like, I, I'm not sure how his review is going to go. So what, what, what's gone wrong and how, how jaded have you become or, if at all, or do, are you able to look past it and kind of enjoy the machine? Um, well, I haven't gotten to enjoying the machine quite yet, but <laughs> uh, um, the, the main issues were the belts. Um, like even when we were putting it together on stream, uh, they're hooked on by these little alligator clips on, on either side. And uh, the alligator 
clips just ripped off. And I got some pliers out and like reattached it, made it, you know, thought it was snug, put it back in, added a little tension, and it just flew off again. A couple times I lost them. I had to search on the floor for them. And uh, eventually we ended up just tossing out all the alligator clips and using wire instead, um, which I don't know. Do you want me to explain that? Yeah, you like bound it. Sure, yeah. So we took the belt, we put a wire like in the middle of it and folded the belt around it and then wound it around nice and tight. Um, and that's held up pretty well since that's then. a smart yeah. fix, dude. Good job on that. I have to give Rhiannon credit for part of that. She kind of, she gave me, she gave me the wire idea and then I <laughs> found out a way to execute that. Yeah. Um, By part of the credit, then, like all the credit. <laughs> we see where the true brains are now. I got and then you. The, yeah. other, the other one's especially frustrating. Cause I know at, at, at the very least Kyle and I have spent, a handful of hours on the phone with you while you struggled right. with this issue. Whipped. Um, yeah, I was turning off in the middle of engraving and I wasn't getting like any error codes. Like I know with the AL1, I was getting an error code and that was just shocker movement. And all I did for that was just max out the shock and movement sensitivity so I could throw it against the wall and it would just fire around the room. <laughs> yeah. um, which, you know, only do on occasion but um so yeah there was no errors or anything so i didn't know what to fix it was just shutting off in the middle of the engraving i tried you know different outlets and i tried you were getting into like three or four hour jobs like took it halfway apart. into those jobs and it would just turn off it was very fresh i wasted like a lot of wood probably like brutal. i don't know 15 12 by 20 pieces of wood trying to engrave stuff so it was just frustrating and I was feeling pretty, pretty discouraged with like engraving stuff just because everything I was trying was just getting ruined and I was wasting material at that point. But uh, yeah, I ended up like swapping out the, um, I don't know, a power cable that plugs into the battery bar thing. Um, and that ended up, I think, being the problem. So, so this whole time it was just, and not even the, not even the power supply, like not even the brick, right? Like literally the cable yeah. that goes from the wall to the power supply and replacing that fixed oh, what the hell? issue yeah, randomly. I, I was having, like, I thought it might be a, a light burn issue because I, I I tried uninstalling and reinstalling light burn. I thought maybe that had worked at one point, but then it started happening like after one job because I got through one job and <clears> I wasn't able to even get one done yeah and then i finally got through one and then it happened on the next yeah. next thing i ran so, out of so when when uh, you said that it was messing up was it just like not firing properly or was it like, no it would just stop oh shit like the fans of the laser would continue to run everything was on still it would just oh. stop engraving That's and then like i couldn't resume or anything like that it was it the timer on Lightburn just kept running. There's nothing in the Gerbil console. Uh, yeah, I opened up like the G code and it yeah. the code just stops. There's no there's no errors or explanation as to what happened. It just stops. See, and I think most people know that you're a pretty chill guy, and I actually watched you get pissed off and like just rage quit one night, and I was like, okay, well that's got to be pretty frustrating. Like, uh, Chris, <laughs> like on love camera, Chris on camera. <laughs> Two different people. <laughs> no, I can. I'm, by the way, your rage quit. By the way, was like one of the calmest ones. You were like, "Well, I am done with this tonight." <laughs> and yep. That was it. So. Yeah, you catch me playing Overwatch and then uh, get some <laughs> keyboards and monitors flying around. 
Yeah. So, so what all ended up working for you then? Like, what happened? It was the power cable. Yeah, just That's the power crazy. cable. That's crazy, dude. Swapped it out, and I, I mean, it could be anything else. I, I tried so many things to fix it, and nothing was working. So, maybe I did something else other than swap the power cable that ended up doing it <laughs> that I just can't remember. But, well, yeah, I, the list of things I mean, that I, I tried. It, it could have been a, a couple things stacked up. It could have been a, you know, a complex issue, and you just happened to get the last yeah. thing there at the end. The it, coupler it on the um, axle uh, was missing a screw. Um, and I remember assembling it for the first time and that screw missing. And I just, I thought it was just meant to be like that. But that's fine. Uh, so, like, uh, I, I even noticed like my engraving just started, you know, at moving one side of the, um, I don't know, the thing. The X the axis. Thing, yeah. The X axis. And then uh, it or wasn't the moving the other. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I found a spare screw and screwed it in there and uh, redid all the tension on the on the bands and it's a good old Jimmy know. Jimmy fix. It it seems to be working now. I don't know. Well, <laughs> the the, well, the yeah, thing I, that made me the most upset about this whole experience was that I was like Chris, you know, the first thing I always go to, especially with the small diode machines, is updating the firmware. I'm like, have you updated the firmware? Because firmware does weird stuff, especially when it's not finished. And they don't have firmware available anywhere on their website. You can't tell what version the device is on. And you can't tell what version is the most recent version. And you have to email support in order to get the firmware. And when Chris did that, they just straight up refused to give it to him. They were just like, no. Yeah, the first thing. So I was like, yeah, I, I wow. was told to maybe ask for like a firmware update. And they were like, do you need this Mac OS thing? No, I don't. And then so like I told them a little bit in more detail what I needed. And then they were like, I think you need this Mac OS thing. I'm like, I'm not using a Mac. I don't need a Mac OS thing. Listen, we know what you need, buddy, okay? Just stay calm over there. Like, oh my God. Um, Randy H is asking, do Chris and Rhiannon have a YouTube? Uh, they don't. We have an Instagram. I have so many good I have so many good YouTube ideas for you though that would be like a really big hit. Um, but they do have an Instagram account which is linked down in the description already. Ooh, it's uh, it's, a it's, <laughs> it's I guess it's a surprise. <laughs> check the check the link called Get Brocked. Uh, it's 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 down in the description. I really want Chris to start a YouTube channel where so you know the little like kid and teenager like science maker kits that you can get online yeah. with like little, dude i want chris to start a channel where he just fucking reviews those yeah but the thing is, is like he I'd, does them he I'd, puts them together i'd start one of those channels i'd like put this thing or or i'd get halfway putting it together and i don't know what the heck is going on. <laughs> you're an engineer you can probably find a better way to put it together than the way the instructions on the say. box it says on the box it says made by a tether <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then you uh, you've also learned recently too the uh, the swift punishment for destroying Yetis. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Did you try just hitting it again? Uh, oh yeah. I mean that's kind of what I did. I just kept hitting it and hitting it, and no matter how hard I hit it, it just uh, the shadowing was still there. Just never got better. Uh, Can I just give you props though for not for not hitting it and quitting it? I think that's really I, good interview. No, I stick around. I told I told Chris that the <laughs> next time that he uh, 
he does a bottle for a friend, you should try to talk them into an Arctic instead. Yeah. Um, that way, you you know, you can mess up three Arctics for every Yeti. Yeah. Maybe four. Well, the one that they had was a dark forest green, and they don't make that one anymore. And I won't say the price because I don't actually know it. I'll let Rihanna say it because no, I, I keep don't over. Actually, know it either. I keep over. It was between one hundred and fifty and two hundred dollars. Expensive. It's expensive on to on eBay. Price. Because they're not Amazon. being made anymore, <laughs> which oh is crazy. My bad. Someone out there is buying a two hundred dollar Yeti, but you know, like. <laughs> by the way, yeah. If that's the case, like, you should just be charging. You should do nothing free for that person. Yeah, <laughs> the engraving will be five hundred dollars. I have I have stated at work that I'm I'm starting to charge for. For anything so you know what i've done that's been really useful uh because again teacher like 150 people just kind of hey bud how's it going quick question for you do you do i literally just have a sheet now that i posted on my wall and it says like 20 ounce cups this much uh have your own cup this much and that's it and so people like a, a lady today uh literally brought me five cups and she's like i just need those by next friday but it's the same thing on every cup so it's really easy. And I think it's like 12 bucks for like a cup. And I said for Yetis, it's 15 because yeah. whatever. And they're like, I said, Yetis are a little, they're more. I tried to explain to these people that they're the exact same cup made with like a wall in between. Like here is company A and here is company B. <clears throat> and uh, they're like, yeah, but Yetis are better, right? And I'm like, sure, sure. They, yep, they're amazing. They actually like, they fart sparkles. So yes, they are sparkle, sparkle bar yeah. machines. So anyways, and then uh, that's been really useful. People are like, oh, that's great. Okay, I'll just bring them to you. So don't be afraid to start charging, dude. Yeah. For sure. Um, make money. Dave Wilson says, out here on the West Coast too, 30-watt fiber laser being delivered tomorrow. Christmas gift. For Yay. Congratulations. Congrats. Yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting. Enjoy, um, enjoy the new. I mean, I mean, tool. One of the tool. One of the reasons that Chris has been so excited to get his hands on CO two is because he's using his diodes to do a lot of cutting. He wants to cut like card boxes for like Pokemon cards and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, man. Um, and Kyle, weren't you just telling me about? Because I don't think I talked to Chris about this yet. Weren't you just telling me about like a box maker of sorts that was being added? Ooh. Yeah, um, I didn't quite get the entire gist of it, but it looks like Lightburn just uh, added support for doing adjustments to like finger jig kind of, not finger jig, nice. uh, finger joint uh, holes. Yeah. That would be really I haven't cool. read into it, so, I've, but I've um, like a lot I, of stuff being sold on Etsy. Etsy. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I would be uh, looking forward to maybe a Gantry Crash Course episode on that at some point. Way yeah. down the road. Um, I I don't know if it's out live yet. I saw it in the patch notes. Yep. So it we'll get to it for sure. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Just because, like, as I'm putting <clears> together <throat> those boxes, if like I keep thinking to myself, like, if this was just like a little down or yep. move it over, uh, and then I'm like, it's too much work. I'll just cut it the way it is. Hmm. So if they made it easier to like move that stuff around, I think that would be really helpful. That's one yeah, of the yeah. files that I absolutely don't mind paying for from a player, from a person who I know makes them well, because when everything fits right and they tell you exactly what materials you need, 
You know, like I I made that mistake when I first started. I bought one of those and it didn't tell me what like depth or uh, width material to use. And so I literally cut like it, it was a perfect file, but it didn't tell me three sixteenth or one eighth or anything. And so I ended up having like shit not fitting and it's just money wasted. Yeah. Uh, Randy H has clicked the link down in the description that says yep. get brocked. If you haven't, definitely go check that out. Go get brocked. Go get brocked. Um, man, we're like 30 minutes in ish. And that is I've exhausted my list. Um, maybe people <laughs> watching have questions. Kyle and I always like answering questions. Um, Me too. I just sit here looking for questions. Ask while people questions. are working on uh, asking Don't talk questions. about yourself like that, Matt. You do an important job here. Okay. If we didn't have you, people would be vomiting while they were trying to speak. So you're fantastic. Yeah, you're fantastic. Not anymore. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Enough about me. What are you saying? Go. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, well, well, uh, we're waiting for some people to uh, share some questions they have. I, I did this. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot. You got a box of stuff. I did. Are you going to talk yeah. about the box? Talk about the box. <laughs> the box. I don't, the box. I don't want to talk about the box yet. You're going to wait to talk about talk the box. Yeah. I'll grab the other mug I did too, but okay. I'm, I'm I'm super happy with that gold. Yeah, that gold looks great, dude. Mm-hmm. As someone that was, that that was he did that, that was, cylinder that was correction, a by the way. Yeah, that was yeah. projected. There you go. Yeah. Like that. See, like hold yours up again, real quick. Let's compare golds. Yours is almost like a light gold. That's really nice. Like one of the things, <clears throat> if you guys remember, like we had someone on the show a long time ago who did like pictures mm-hmm. and stuff, and Look, man, I made it darker. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but I'm saying you can like change the settings and make it like a light gold or almost like a rose gold and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Really Kyle cool. had less play in his settings than most people that work with the like two ply leatherette because Kyle was doing cylinder corrections. Cylinder corrections, wild. Yeah, yeah. he got all the way around and it's even. Yeah. Didn't so you make another cup? Really even color. Say again. Didn't you make another cup? I did. You want to see the other cup? I would love to. Oh, it's across the room. While Kyle gets that, uh, John Cypress says, my laser came with EasyCAD. Would you <clears throat> and just go straight to Lightburn? Uh, yes, but big asterisk. Uh, m- make sure that you open EasyCAD so once. Cool. If you have the ability, if you're on Windows, open it. Look at the F3 param. Know what settings your Mark Config 7 are supposed to be importing when you import it. Uh, you know, and just kind of familiarize yourself with the way things are set up by default and make sure that you have access to go back to EasyCAD if needed to, uh, to you know, like reference things or make small changes or use this kind of like a factory reset button. Yeah. You know, if uh, if things get out of control in Lightburn, it's it's handy to be able to get in there even if you don't plan on using the software. So that would be my uh, exception to that um. rule. My yeah. suggestion would be watch the crash course from episode one to three, and that'll give you so much information on yeah. everything that you're looking for right now. Yeah, the yeah, oh yeah, for sure, and, oh for sure. But one through three literally is like all that stuff, and then the rest is like then you realize how like good you get stuff going, and you're like, oh, I can make things like in two minutes, and then you start realizing like, oh, it's because of the videos. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see that leather again, Kyle. That's what I want to see too. The brown one, yeah. Oh Hold on. Yeah. A Hold on. Here we go. Oh yeah. That's so cool, dude. Ooh. 
That is. And you, you, you tend to find too, like I was originally having difficulty with the, the reindeer across the top because mm. of the hatch settings where it gets really, really tight and you do really small, you know, areas of the vector. It would burn in really good there. And then like other sections of it would still need a second pass. But I got it pretty fine tuned now. One thing I want to say that you got fine tuned for sure is look at where the sleigh uh, curves. Like, so basically where his hands are holding the reins and underneath, like that little tiny slight piece right there is so defined. As By the way, was that like a zero cleanup pass or did you have like a little bit of cleanup? Oh, I, I didn't touch this at all. That's, yep. That's literally that's straight off the magic. blazer. Ooh, same with the, the gold on black. Dave Wilson wants to know what laser you used for those. Uh, both of those were done on my 60 watt wisely with a 300 lens. So fiber. Did, yeah. And that was, so that was cylinder correction. And then what was your frequency? Were you like higher frequency on those to get, to keep it from getting all crazy? It was higher frequency. Yeah. yeah. You can do it on lower frequency um, lasers if they have a lower passive Q pulse. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll venture into that at some point, but um, yeah. I have some other stuff I got to get to first. And that's uh, PU leather, right? Yes. Not yep. vinyl. Yep. Uh, it is, like point that it is polyurethane leather. Uh, it's laser safe. It's actually designed for, for lasering. So A lot of faux leather is not laser, laser safe. So yeah. make sure that you're marking the right leather. If your vendor doesn't know what the difference is between those two, then Check. you could probably not be buying it. So. Either way, um, lots of ventilation because that stuff gets smoky. Mm-hmm. It gets smoky. It smells like nasty plastic. But, um, but that that's part of the reason why you got to be careful if it's you know vinyl or not. If if it doesn't specifically say it's meant to be lasered, uh, you could be in for uh, for a nasty surprise and maybe a hospital visit. And oh, good. I was just going to say, Miley's marking and routering wants to know, do you think the Mayan civilization <laughs> used focused light to cut and print on stones like the fiber laser? Yeah, they were aliens. There you go. They were aliens. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, okay. but uh, <laughs> what I was going to say, sorry, uh, what I was going to say is uh, I kept a straight face for like 10 seconds. That was pretty good. Um, that That was actually a question that was asked the other day in – the laser everything Facebook group. I think it was either this weekend or last weekend. Someone had said like, what is vegan leather was the only question that was asked. And that's basically what they're talking about. Vegan leather is manufactured synthetic leather. Um, But like both these guys just said, make sure you know if it's laser safe or not. Kind of important. Yeah. Um, Vegan leather just means it it comes from, from either plants or yeah, it, it doesn't come from an animal. Um, but it does mean it could be a nasty ass plastic. Um, and, and sometimes that's bad. God, Alex just got an upgrade. Look at this. Alex just grew like a foot and a half of hair. Uh, and he seems so much more palatable. I mean, look at that. He looks, he looks ready for a Led Zeppelin concert. Miranda looks like she's got a healthy, Miranda's got a healthy glow of sun from, you know, like back in the back here. Sorry, All right. Man. I'm, I'm running the podcast now. <laughs> Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> so, Chris. Yes. What's going on? What's your, how's it going with fiber? So I know the diode sucks for you. Um, well, fiber? I tried to do, yeah, those Yetis. 
and brutally failed on the first one. But then I came back on the second one um, that I ended up using it to replace it, which was just a black one because, again, they didn't have that deep forest green kind of color. Um, and that one came out pretty smooth. I was still um, I was still pulling away part of the steel on that one. So I still didn't have it dialed in, but I at least didn't completely change the focus in the middle of that one. So that's <laughs> yeah. good. By the way, that definitely is fun to watch. But like, what were you doing it on the EM Smart or were you doing it on the... It was on the EM Smart, yeah. Because um, like the... Oh, boys. Well, I, I don't have a rotary for the Atezer. I have one for the AL1, but um, I, I know those are on rollers and I don't know. I don't think it would come out as as well but um yeah maybe i pull back on the on the the bottles for now um but i don't know let's see i haven't really done much else uh, i did the slate things but they've they've seen that i i made um some slate coasters for a wedding but that was a while ago now um I and then i've, I've messed around with some of the anodized aluminum cards but uh i want to do uh some some magic card kind of stuff for it, um, which I have ideas for maybe some Christmas gifts for some friends, but Rannon does digital art and I've been, it's a slow process to get her to get down on her list to stuff for me to engrave. But, uh, I have some custom stuff I want her to make. So it'll be cool. cool yeah. Yeah. I, it is my I, favorite material. How did you enjoy it? What is Slate has got to be my favorite material. Oh, I actually had a lot of fun with that because that was like right after I got the fiber. And it's forgiving and it's fun. Yeah. And I just like jacked up the power and just had so much fun with it. Yeah. Like you can get really good contrast and stuff. I was, I I was really worried because again, this is like three days after owning a fiber laser. Um, I was a little worried about how long it would take because it was like, oh man, this is going to take like five or six minutes each and then i'd learned about like flood fill and bi-directional and uh changed my life changed my what okay well two things real quick going over to the comments here uh randy asked a question which kind of goes with what we're talking about looking for suggestion for a fume extractor for the fiber laser sadly i can't plumb outside for this one so no busting through walls which is always my number one suggestion man bust through that wall yeah, of course, doing exterior venting is going to make everything easier, but uh, there are some circumstances where that's just not possible. So um, first thing you're going to want to do is make sure you get a quality one. So there is one linked in the buying guide. The problem with that one right now is that it's sometimes hard to get your filters and they do clog up. So if you're doing organics, it's going to clog up really quickly. And if you're doing something that gives off a lot of soot, so um Anything like rock where you're physically basically making sand, slate, which you're basically making like rock dust, um, anything like that uh, where it's not like just heavy metal. Because a lot of the time the heavy metal will just sit in the the duct ribbings. Um, It doesn't really always get to the filter except for the fine particulate, which is usually airborne. Um, And Jack makes a good point. Carbon filter is going to help a lot too, depending on what you're engraving. Um, Charcoal too. Yep. Well, that charcoal is carbon. Yeah. So, um, check out something like that there. 
we we've heard some some nicer um units are, are kind of on their way onto the market so and michael looking into those in the in the coming months because uh, we know that's kind of a, a demanded subject that a lot of people are looking for but um and then you have like the higher end units that are around but those are going to run you a couple of grand easy and the filters are very expensive. But if you're uh, working with metals and stuff, though, that's very worth it to not have like COPD or some other crazy lung problem later on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So pro, pro tip with a fiber, you're probably going to be doing metal. Metal doesn't get metabolized by the body or pulled out. Once it's in your lungs, it's in your lungs and it's staying there. <laughs> so um, make sure you have good filtration. Um or a good extraction, one of the two. Um, but uh, yeah, actually, uh, to to plug Michael from Thursday, uh, yeah. Laser Nine One One, a link is in the description of the of Thursday's podcast, and it might be in today's. Um, he did a review on some extraction units, cheaper and more expensive. Yeah, well, I think both of his are expensive. It's just one. Well, he, he called expensive. it cheaper. <laughs> It is cheaper. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 2K or 5K. Yeah. Um, I don't know the actual cost on them, but go check that out. um, If you need like a good quality setup, he did do a a good deep dive on those. um, And I think that's probably your best bet for content, at least that I'm aware of that compares to specific units. Um, And I'm, I'm thinking we'll probably look into that sometime this year too. There you go. And Not by the way, US, but yeah. And so he, he already said, thanks for the reply. Appreciate oh, you. Yeah. Bud. It's a good question. All right. So real quick, I think this was for uh new Alex uh, said, or tour is about to release or is just released a Chuck rotary. No. Neat. Good to know. I'm holding uh, out yeah. for a, the CO2. Because, like Alex said, no matter how much you hit the powder coating on a water bottle with the CO2, you're not going to ablate the metal. So, I uh, on a diet. or yeah, yeah. Oh well, oh, wait, diet, well it's accurate for both, but yeah, but yeah, the speed as well. You know, yeah. But I don't know. I I could probably swap back to uh, to the diode. That would be nice. I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about at this point. I look really pretty <laughs> on camera yep. with long hair. Just, I'm All just right. here to look pretty. Here we go. Do you have any tips to sell your wares through e-commerce, Etsy, or Shopify? Uh, I has a Shopify. Yeah, right? Matt, Matt is our, our resident uh, uh, online sales representative. Yeah, right. Um, so a couple of things. I mean, you guys can chime in too. Um, <clears throat> so number one, let's just yeah, I'll leave it up here. So e-commerce, um, one of the biggest things is SEO, like getting people to go to your site. That is the hardest part. So a lot of it's really easy to start up a, a website. You go to GoDaddy.com, you look for a domain, you register the domain, you pay for the domain, and now you has a website, right? You've got a domain, um, but then you've got to apply an e-commerce, which is like a skin to your website, the programming and all that stuff. So if you're someone who is um, looking for it, Wix is an option that a lot of people use that I don't know have success with it. Um, and it's pretty cheap. Um, I don't know the pricing. I think it was like 15 to $20. Like they have different tiers of pricing. Um, yeah. But basically that's where the great thing about Wix is it's like 
you make something that's not customized. It's just like a product that is always the same. And when you do it, you click it, bada bing, bada boom. Uh, and then Jack is saying web starts and Wix. Yep. Um, I don't know much about web starts. I do know Wix is really nice looking. Um, the Etsy, by the way, is a great way to learn how to put products onto the internet because it literally teaches you like um, it's real. I, I actually like the, the way Etsy is set up for learning how to, to, to do e-commerce because it says like a picture from the side, a picture from the other side, front, back, high angle, low angle. And it makes you think about things that you probably wouldn't think about because I would just be like picture <laughs> by the thing. Um, then it asks you for a description. And the cool thing is you can actually then t- kind of copy and paste all that stuff up uh, onto your Shopify or onto your Wix. Jack in the shop is saying he has web starts and it's 160 bucks a year. So that's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I mean, that's I think that, yeah, that comes in at like $13 a month basically. So that's pretty good. Um, and then I guess the, the more expensive option would be Shopify, which is what I've got. Um, I pay the $30 a month option. Um, the cool thing is you get, um, you do get uh, discounted shipping through Shopify using UPS and USPS. Um, you get, um, basically access to like it, it connects to QuickBooks, it connects to all these different things. So it's really, really good about, um, working together with a few different programs and stuff like that. I mean, Alex, what do you think about that? What are your mm. thoughts on Shopify, Alex? Uh, Shopify. Yes. It's a thing that you sell stuff on. Um, I know it has a really expensive stock price. Uh, shop is in the name. Mm-hmm. So is so, a pie. So it sounds like a great place to shop. <laughs> Gotta really get Alex back over here. What's, what's uh, great is Calio from Wisely Laser is like, what the hell is going on with Alex right now? <laughs> is Calio here? Yeah. He just, oh, yeah. He's just going, to Alex talk about, uh, sorry, the new Alex. He's listening to the new Alex talk mm-hmm. about shopify and his thoughts on it Rannon's an seo analyst no yeah yeah okay okay what are you doing back there letting me talk bro like step up I mean, put on the ellie hat shopify <laughs> well fuck shopify talk about seo optimization like let's uh, go I do dentist but uh i don't know you want to make your website good you want to uh, mm-hmm. Content is key. That's what we we tell everyone. So make sure you have really good content on your websites, <laughs> and then um, headers, meta titles. Uh, that's everything that shows up. So I want you to explain meta titles like I'm a five year old. Yeah, uh, yeah. So a meta title and a meta description are like little, I guess, descriptions of your website. It's the and meta, you just, bro. Yeah, the meta man. No, <laughs> it's what you just put on your search, the search results page of Google. So uh, you basically want like your key terms within there. So if you're selling so, something, you probably want the product yes, title. So and- instead of putting cup, you would mm-hmm. put like Tumblr <laughs> cup engraved item, like all like everything, right? Uh, so in- kind of. You but you got to think about the people who are taking a shit at 2 a.m. thinking about ordering this item. Right. Should it be human readable or machine readable? Uh, like a combo. So I guess Google is getting like a lot aisle. smarter with, you know, people actually wanting information. So 
uh, it used to be more focused on like AI, but now it's a lot more user experience. So uh, that's why, again, content is key. Uh, so yeah, you don't want it to be just keyword stuffing because they do flag that, but. Uh, All right, so what do you yeah. think about this on the screen? So Jonah, you just put uh -oh. meta content. Let's she go. does SEO for Her dentists. dentists? <laughs> okay, so, so product SEO Alex. is quite different, but let's see. But I mean, like, if you put this in there, would yeah. that be, I mean, like, this is what it would look like, right? Like Meta content equals. Uh, so one other thing is character limits are a thing. So this is a pretty long meta title. Um, so I would shorten it. So and John, get your shit together, buddy. <laughs> get it together. Uh, but yeah, so I would shorten it. Uh, stick to like the biggest ones, but I think like veteran owned small business is a good uh, thing that people would search. Uh, laser engraving, obviously, if it's laser, and then like stick to maybe the main material that you're using. That's probably what I would go for. Top ones. Uh, <laughs> by the like, way, I yeah. By the way, Laser of Love says she really <laughs> loves the new Alex. Not likes, by the way. She I try. Loves the new Alex. I so just Alex try to to you know come in here and prove what i can um i see a lot of that troll room, from behind you. you get that troll from behind you to like creep back out of the cave oh he he can be me here's your pokemon cards hey <laughs> the, the shuffle through those for a little bit while i keep running the show here he's in the backup there, just like messing up cups i don't know yeah. if it was mentioned too when it was uh time to mention websites but you also got um, WooCommerce and Squarespace as well. Yeah, oh, talk about uh, Squarespace. Don't, don't you use Square? Ooh, Square. I don't. I don't. Uh, Squarespace is just another option, kind of like Wix. It's hmm. more pre-built than the other options I think we mentioned, um, where you just kind of pick a theme and then you throw you throw crap at the wall and it sticks. <laughs> By the way, sometimes crap does not stick on the wall. True story. Oh, no, it sticks. Oh, all right. Well, a lot of good fiber there. Good talk. Right, switch back with me. I have something to show. <laughs> I don't know who you are or where you came from. Go back to California, you hippie. You hippie. Go for a 10-mile jog, you athletically inclined person. Go touch grass. So I can't see. Right there in front of you. Oh, I can't Where, see. Where's my glasses? I lost my glasses. Oh, they're all greasy. <laughs> That's because he has hair. So we need to make so, a, a. I don't know how many people we have that right. actually listen or watch the show that have CO2 Galvo lasers. Oh. But this is a standard CO2 Galvo F theta lens. <laughs> Block your dumb faces. And uh, <laughs> it's it's cool. It's got one uh, really zinc selenide lens, uh, and it focuses your beam to a point and allows it to project around. <laughs> this is a dual element CO2 Galvo F theta lens, uh, which is <laughs> stop. You're making this so hard. Uh, That's what she said. Is uh, supposedly to help you get a finer dot size. It's almost like a compound lens on a gantry. Uh, the thing is, this lens is $200, and this lens is 1000 
And uh, we got a full, yeah, we got a full suite of them here uh, in our shop to test them. And the preliminary results have been meh. Uh, Kyle and I thought we were going to break the industry. <laughs> we thought we were going to break this like huge news uh, and, and kind of rock the world uh, for CO2 Galvo users. They're okay. They they do a little to improve your dot size situation, but not uh, anywhere near what I would expect for a lens that costs four times more than the so standard one. So UV would still be the better option for dot oh, size. UV will always be the better option for everything if you're going for detail. But this could have this could help improve your quality a little bit if you have a thousand dollars burning a hole in your pocket. I mean, yeah. who doesn't? We were yeah. we were kind of thinking, awesome. oh, you know, compound style lens. Um, you know, what what could go wrong? We uh, we could always use more detail, right? Yeah. And then we were thinking, like, oh, on a CO two gantry, it like the dot size is like twenty five percent of a normal dot size, so that that's great. Let's just do that. No, no. <laughs> that wasn't the that wasn't the case. We were definitely a little disappointed. So, yeah. Anyway, we're working on that. I'll probably do a video on it just to warn people that it's not worth the thousand dollars. But, but um, I just wanted to show that off while I was here. Real, real quick thing, going back to this, is there a reference? So this is for the smartest person here, which is Rhiannon. <laughs> is there a reference for the meta tag? I wasn't aware that there was a like. So basically, he wasn't aware there's a character limit. Is there somewhere he can look to learn more about that yeah, or um, a suggestion? I'll plug a really good website, uh, Moz. It's M-O-Z, I think, .com. But if you just search Moz, they'll come up, and they have, like, a bunch of good SEO resources. Very nice. By the way, that's a huge thing to learn about. Like, yeah. it's so <laughs> important. Because what ends up happening for anybody who – so for who asked – who was that that actually asked? Was that Randy H. who asked about e-commerce? I think uh, – or was it? Oh, no, it was Miley's marking and routing. Um, so one of the things about using any online thing, if you use Shopify, if you use Etsy, if you use whatever, they're going to take a percentage of your sales, just so you know. Um, so if you do use some of those, just be prepared to kind of bake that into your cost. Um, but the thing is, you're getting all of the goods out of it. Like you're getting all of the ability to like have, you know, all the interface, everything ready to go. And then the only thing you really have to do um, it's way cheaper, by the way, to have Shopify and Wix and all those things, WooCommerce, and then um, let people come to you. But the whole thing is you have to learn SEO or you will get no one to come to you. So Yeah, you have to be able to market yourself. And the way to market yourself and your website is to either pay for advertising and make it easier for people to find you. So mm -hmm. you need those things. Yep. Somebody else found Brock. <laughs> oh, good. All right, so is the dot size on a CO2 Galvo really bad? By the way, Alex, your mic is behind you. So. Yeah, I know, because Rihanna was talking. Uh, yeah, I got you. Uh, yes, ab absolutely uh, atrocious. Um, if you're used to engraving with a fiber laser, this is your CO2 Galvo right here. That's that's the essentially the difference, especially if you are on a standard 10-millimeter head. Like oh, the one that come on our fiber lasers and UV lasers, um, it's it's unusably terrible. Uh, if you upgrade to the twenty millimeter head and you upgrade 
to a beam expander that'll let you get a 20 millimeter beam into an F-theta lens. It will improve the situation. It's still not even remotely close to what you would expect from a fiber. It's certainly not what you will get from a diode or UV, but it helps. Um, and then you kind of screw yourself a little bit. What Kyle and I are learning is that certain lenses can only take certain beam diameters. So like my 110 can't accept the entire 20 millimeters of the beam from a 20 millimeter head. And so what ends up happening is your corners are just gone. So you end up with like a cir circular workspace. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen that option in EasyCAD where it allows you to have a square workspace or a circular one. Um, that's kind of what you end up working with. So that can approve your, or again, improve your, your situation, but uh, there's always trade-offs. CO2 Galvo is a very trade-off-y thing, um, which is not excellent. So, uh, you know, I, it, again, it's very, very good if you plan on doing just hundreds and hundreds of tumblers and hundreds and hundreds of, like, cutting boards and that's all you're doing and you don't need a lot of detail and you just need to whip them out and get them done fast because you you can finish jobs that take eight minutes on a co2 gantry in 40 seconds on the co2 galvo that's what it's for it's there for the speed but if you're looking for detail the gantry or something like the uv is going to be significantly better so i have a question for you going to that because i know co2 galvo is on my that's like the last thing i basically want right yeah. so how much Oh, yeah. I mean, I've already kind of got the Trinity-ish. Yeah, like, the Galvo Trinity. Oh, yeah, that's fair. All right. By the way, did you see someone requested their coin? They have the Galvo Trinity. And so I did. I saw they called me out on Facebook. I saw it. So yeah. we'll have to get that up in the LA yeah. Marketplace shop. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so my question is, um, for detail-wise, like, what's the limit? Like, how much detail do you lose? I mean, because, like, I know on a, on a, on a board, they're going to be chunky anyways. So think about Kyle's uh, cup. Kyle, can you grab that cup in case people like just got here and have seen it? Hot cocoa. Yeah. Like if you were going to do that on a tumbler, like a metal tumbler, right? Like mm -hmm. a uh, coated one. Yeah. How, how bad would it look compared to that? I think the vast majority of that would come out okay. Um, okay. I think you, you might have a little problems where the – beginning of the curse of r starts or like that little flourish under the h uh in christmas uh the santa claus reindeer fine yeah, details look, you you might start to struggle with a little bit the arms for santa yeah so just like the really small <laughs> stuff that very not even small things but small things that are very close to other small i was about things. to say close yeah and the other yeah. thing is instead of arms with like gloves that you can clearly see like gloves it would just be nubs right right um, but again you can improve that with a better galvo head and a better beam expander and i you know again while not maybe a thousand dollars effective they're still effective at reducing your dot size by you know 10 to 20 percent maybe uh so you can get a reduction by going to a like compound lens setup for the co2 galvo it's just very expensive so you you know if you're going to go that way I would get it, you know, um, you know, assuming you're going to spend some extra cash on on some nice lenses for it because they do make a difference. Randy's saying so better to just go UV, uh, not necessarily. Um, UV is very, very beautiful on wood, a very, very, very high detail. 
it's uh, exceptionally, almost painfully so uh, slow. Yep. Um, especially on wood, uh, it's just it's just slow. Uh, it's not going to be production value stuff. It's like it's like Z marking on steel with a fiber. Slow. My you know? wood, my olive wood is like four hundred or two hundred millimeters yeah. per second. Just so you guys so, know. You know what you're doing on the CO2 Galvo in 40 seconds, and you're doing on the gantry in eight minutes. You might spend 16 on the UV to do. But it's gonna uh, look so crisp. It's gonna look so crisp. It's it, it would be great for one-off stuff, really high ticket wood items that you can't afford. Uh, you know, a mess up. You know, but again, if you're doing like a lot of batch work, you're doing hundreds of tumblers, hundreds of cutting boards. The CO2 Galvo cannot be beaten. You just have to be a, a little wiser about the artwork that you're accepting and using and help customers make design decisions based around the laser that you plan on using for the job to make sure that it stays profitable and the customer stays happy. So it, right. it take, there's a little critical thinking that needs to occur. That's not to say that the CO2 Galvo is useless. It just has trade-offs like is it the, right the other kinds of lasers. Yeah, yeah. It's All right, really two, cool. two more questions before we call it a night. So, or one, like, so looking to buy some focal sticks for a fiber laser. Um, mine is too small to cut them. Does anyone sell them from our group? Like, what's the guy who? Uh, I have a link. Okay. It's going into that. Kyle has a link to a uh, so, friend of the show. Yep, makes all kinds of stuff. Yep. Um, and then the last one, Laser Tana Twitch. Whoop, whoop. Uh, caught my first episode of E-Stop today. Fun and stuff, guys. Thank you. you uh, yeah, emergencystop.net, guys. If you want to, if you like these two goofing around, go go listen to it because it's pretty much just like ninety minutes of that every other week or so. Uh, it's a it's a good time. There's four episodes out now. We just uploaded the newest episode, "Diapers Gone Wild." So if you want to give that a listen, you can head over to emergencystop.net and check that out. Yep. It's a good one. Let's see. Uh, time for bed. Oh, yeah. Jack said it's time for bed. See you, buddy. It Thanks is time, time for bed. Later, Jack. We just broke one hour, so there you go. I need to have a doppelganger here more often so I can just wander off in the middle of episodes and not worry about the, I mean, the fallback for that. You basically worried. had the same amount of information as you did. I was, I was the... here for the Shopify explanation. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I could not have done a better job myself. It's got shop in the title. Yeah. End of five. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening to the Laser Source podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review uh, five star rating goes a long way. You don't have to actually write a review for the show. Just leave a comment in the in the review box and let me know which Alex is more convincing, uh, Alex or Alex. I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing your feedback on that. Uh, so go ahead and leave that in the review description on Apple Podcasts if you're listening to that. If you're here live, thanks so much for joining us tonight. We appreciate you coming by. Uh, Chris is whispering to me to plug one last time brock go get brock it's in the description uh instagram.com slash brock b-r-o-c-k dot the dot bulldog go check that out and uh thanks to chris and Rhiannon for coming and hanging out tonight anytime um oh, yeah. it's great to see you guys as always and uh hopefully we'll see some continued success with the atezer and uh we might actually be able to look forward to a review on that soon i know a lot of people are actually asking about that one so uh, that'll be cool. 
Don't forget to uh, cross your T's and uh, meta your E's, guys, for your SEO. Kyle, Matt, Yo. you guys are looking handsome as always. I love and appreciate you both. Thank you for being on the show. By the way, I wanted to appreciate the two of them because Kyle and I just phoned it in on the computer. They just flew across the country to be there live. That's a lot of dedication. It's a lot of dedication. Yeah. True. Yeah. And I, then they'll undo that progress and fly back in a couple days. So what a dick. Yeah. Drip. Assholes. Uh, that's all we got for this one, guys. We will see you for the next episode of the Sports podcast on Thursday. Thank you so much for watching and we will see you in the next one pew, pew, pew. also rip voice yeah gone yep <laughs>